When I was in a high school, which wasn't but a few years ago, <laughs> I had a great admiration for a pretty popular Catholic priest. His name is Father Larry Richards, and maybe some of you have heard of Father Richards. He's a popular men's conference speaker, but also has many, uh, many talks that were made available all throughout the years. And when I was in high school, actually, I listened to the cassette tapes, not the CDs, but the cassette tapes, but now, of course, CDs and MP3s and uh, widely available online. When I was in high school, even, uh, Father Larry was doing a conference. He was speaking at a conference, and I ended up going to it and even had my picture taken with him. And uh, really, even now as a priest, I still listen to his homilies you know, after the Sunday fact and uh, see how he preached and maybe compare it a little to my take on the readings and so forth. And uh, one thing about Father Larry is, is that he founded an organization, or yeah, an organization, a foundation in which he promotes really his talks and uh, really travels in the name of that foundation. And it's called The Reason for Our Hope. Now, the name of the foundation takes its inspiration from one of the letters of St. Peter, in which St. Peter says, always be ready to give a reason for your hope. And I couldn't help but think of Father Larry this weekend and the reason for our Hope Foundation, especially as I looked at our gospel, because I wondered if there was a contradiction between what St. Peter says in his letter and what Jesus is saying in our gospel today. St. Peter says, always be ready to give a reason for your hope. It would seem that St. Peter is saying, well, have a reason always ready to give. But Jesus today in our gospel says that you will be led to give testimony. But remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking. So Jesus is saying, don't prepare your testimony beforehand, but I'll speak through you. As I've thought about it for the past few days now, I've realized that I don't think there is a contradiction between St. Peter and our gospel today. That really what St. Peter and Jesus are getting at is that we should always be ready to testify, but not to have it prepared, because it comes deep from within. That we speak from the depths of our hearts because we're living what we believe, because we follow Jesus, we've heard his teachings, and we're intimately in love with our God. And so at a moment's notice, we can give that testimony without any preparation. In college and graduate school, there were two different types of professors. The first professor was one who gave you a study guide, pretty much gave you all the, all the questions that were going to be asked, and you would prepare that accordingly. So you knew what was going to be on the exam, and you studied that way. That's the preparation beforehand, that you already are prepared to give the answer to a question you already know. But the more challenging and difficult professor was the one who simply said, know the material. And so you set out to learn everything that you had learned in that class. I'm willing to bet, at least in my own life, that when I had the exam that was one that we had the questions already, I don't really remember that exam. But the one where I had to study everything and know it all, and so that it was really authentic, that I was able to give it from my very being, that those are the questions that I still remember today. I think that's the same with our testimony, that if we're prepared to give a defense, if we already have it, it's manufactured, it's not genuine. But if it comes at a moment's notice, it's authentic, it's genuine in that way. When we're called to give witness or testimony, 
Sometimes it's in a very official capacity. Of course, in the court of law, that's one way that people testify. But also, people get up and they give testimonies after a retreat, for example, how powerful the retreat was in their life and how they felt God at work in their hearts. That's another form of testimony. To testify means we sometimes would share about our relationship with God. But I think, too, testimony can be very subtle. Maybe sometimes you don't even have to reference God, but it just comes about by the way you live your life. Just a few weeks ago, this became quite apparent to me that I'd gone on a Thursday night to a perpetual adoration chapel in Nina, and I prayed there for an hour. And afterwards, it was my intent to go to the movie theater and to take in a film. And so I went to the theater, got my ticket, and you can't go to the movies without getting popcorn. And so I'm standing in line for the concessions, and one thing I hate is lines. I hate all lines, whether it's at the grocery store or the gas station. I just hate waiting in line. And, well, that day there were lots of people ahead of me. And there happened to be a group of four, and they left the line. And I said, oh, thank God, there's two more people until I can get this popcorn and take my seat. Well, wouldn't you know that right before I step up to the counter, I look behind me, and I realize that the family that had left the line now was behind me. And I said to them, you know what, you were first before me, so why don't you go now and order? I had overheard that their movie had started and all these other things, and, and so I made that gesture. Now, when I was at the soda fountain machine and getting my soda, I wondered, why is it that I did that? Because I hate lines, and I know that I simply wanted to keep going. <laughs> well, come to find out, I, as, as I looked at deep within, I realized, well... I think it's because I spent time with God in prayer, that I went to this adoration chapel, I was in good spirits, and because of that, I manifested the fruit of prayer. So to that family, they had no idea that really God was the origin of this witness of kindness and generosity. But truly, looking at it, I believe that it was God who kind of prompted me to do that. It was a simple testimony, a simple act of love and kindness to allow another family to go so that then they could get to their film that had already started. That's what it takes to give a little witness. It doesn't have to be something very extravagant. It can be in the very small things. We can always ask ourselves, what difference does Jesus make in our life? What difference has prayer made in my life? What difference does this Mass make in our lives? If we truly believe that what happens here and what we hear in the scriptures and what we receive in Holy Communion really should impact our lives, should impact the way we deal with our family members, with our friends, with our coworkers, with those people on social media, and so forth. And little by little, we'll come to realize that we do always have a reason to give for our hope, and that we don't have to have it prepared, because it comes from within from the way that we live our Christian life, a life full of love for others.